Greetings and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams. Thank you for joining us once again. And this episode of the show is going to be something a little bit different, a little bit new. This is the pre-show for our trip to see Captain America Civil War, and we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things. We're going to talk about some of the news surrounding the DCEU, some of the news about Ben Affleck specifically in relation to that, how he has been made an executive producer on the Justice League films, and some of the reporting that's been going on around that and how, and I never thought I'd say this, that Ben Affleck might actually be the one to save the DC Extended Universe, but we'll get to all that in the show itself. Now, what's interesting about the show is that this is going to be the first time that we have broadcast the Drive Home Breakdown live from in the car on the way there, and that was a lot of fun. It's something that we've talked about doing. I've wanted to do it for a while, and we finally got all the pieces in place and were able to make it happen. So that's also something that makes this episode a little bit interesting, and the same will be true for the next episode, Drive Home Breakdown 30, which is the Captain America Civil War conversation, and that is a lot of fun. Uh, You're really going to have a good time listening to that one, but we'll have time to get to all that later. For right now, enjoy the Drive Home Breakdown with myself and, of course, Tony Grice on our way to see Captain America Civil War. All right, and we are live for the very first time, Tony. The Drive Home Breakdown is coming to you live from the car. Uh, on the way to see Captain America Civil War. Do you, do you remember when we used to talk about, like, man, I'd love to record these recordings. How, how, how could we even do that in the car? Now we're literally, now we're literally recording live it broadcasting and live broadcasting from it. From the car. From the car. It's crazy. It's on, crazy. On the tubes. I suppose that I should put this on Twitter real fast and uh, just let, let everybody know what's going on. Couldn't hurt. Uh, let's see. We'll do this to uh, we'll do this to the Viking Brent account. It's a first for the Drive Home Breakdown crew, comma. We are broadcasting live from the car on our way to see Civil War. All right, let's post that. Okay, and now so, we're going to get going because we're going to be late on the Yes, yeah, we may actually not see, so we're going to get there. No, I'm just kidding. We should have, we should have that. Um, yeah, man. Oh, so this is, uh, is kind of crazy. It is. And crazy. if you are hanging out in chat uh, watching the show, let us know how it sounds. I did a test of this earlier. There's a little bit of audio pop and crackle, that kind of thing, but um, I don't know if that's going to be a problem now or not. So uh, just uh, just let us know about that. Hopefully, if it it's is, uh, okay. is egregious, give us a shout and we'll see if there's anything we can do. Yep. All I'm right. Just warning you, there might not be anything. There we might can not do. be anything that we can do. That is a possibility. <laughs> but please let us know so that we can know that in fact. <laughs> that there's nothing we can there's do. There's nothing we can do. All right. So let's uh, since since we're here and we're going to see Civil War and obviously Civil War makes me think of uh, Batman v Superman and how much it sucked. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Did you... Sorry, I'm bringing up... Oh, is that us? Just, yeah. yeah. Alright, so here's my question to you. Yes. Did you see the story this week... Alright, all right, well, okay, no. Uh, did you see the story last week that Ben Affleck has been made an executive producer on Justice League? I, I did not... I, uh, I, I don't know that that doesn't really surprise me at all, though. Like, it seems right? like he... For for you know, Zack Snyder obviously is the 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 initial driving force of this this you know enterprise train, right? <laughs> that, 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 that uh, situation, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, 
Ben Affleck, though, does seem to be someone who took a, a quite a huge interest in it, and uh, you know, I mean, he really apparently pushed super hard to be uh, to be Batman, and uh, yeah. of course, his his like, kind of like the deal was, you know, I, I want to do other Batman films, you know, not, right. not just be. And we know that that's happening. And now. we know that that's They've happening. So to deal, he's going to direct and star in. I'm not terribly surprised by that. I, I am a little surprised he'd want to do any other movie ever again after. Batman versus Superman. Okay, interesting you say that <laughs> because because the story this week, uh, and this was reported by MovieWeb, All right. and what they were talking about is why Affleck has been made executive producer of uh, of Justice League. And okay. The reason, according to them, All right. the reason is that he was furious with the response to Batman v Superman like like let me ask though like at whom at, I towards th- I, the audience's reaction that's, to it or towards that's the not studios? Made, well that's not made clear but okay. maybe it's implied in what happens next so okay, according, yeah. according to this report which their source is unnamed sources inside Warner Brothers so okay. you know take it with a grain of salt Jeff no one's going on yeah it's Jeff Supreme Jeff Leader Jeff um, but uh, according to these unnamed sources inside of Warner Brothers um, Affleck was furious at the reaction of Batman v Superman. Okay. And they put him in the executive producer seat of Justice League and as a way of allowing him to have greater, greater control, control over what's going to happen in the DC Extended Universe. And they actually use the phrase in the article, they say that... Um, that this in the, with this move, Affleck has edged out Zack Snyder a bit. Wow. Okay. And so they're making it sound as if Affleck's like, "Look, this movie fucking sucked, <laughs> and I'm, you know, if you want me to hang around for these things, these movies aren't going to fucking suck." And they're like, "Well, what if we put you in charge? You know, at you some know, level." I, I do. That's the implication. I like that thought. I like. I like, and, and I like the thought because I, I will say, like, you know, Affleck by no means was the. The, the downfall of that film. No. Like, I mean, he, he wasn't the thing that really made it an issue. None of the cast were really the problem. Yeah, I mean... Jesse Eisenberg, maybe. Yeah, but and even it, I, I don't necessarily blame him so much as I blame the... Uh, oh, sorry, what's this? Uh, Yo, uh, I, you, your name is too tiny on the screen yeah. to, uh, to read we're it. Doing, we're reading, hi. reading this off of a, hi, an chat. iPhone from six feet away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things where... I, I don't even necessarily blame him for that. I think that was just, you know, creative choice, yada, yada, yada. Right. So, I I couldn't tell. Like, I, I know, you know, you always see the, you know, the classic second viewing of Sad Affleck when he was, you know, getting that interview and everything. <laughs> but prior to that, he seemed pretty happy with the film. Did he not? Well, he was certainly, uh, okay. Or at least putting that face on. He was certainly promoting it that way. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, like, I mean, that's the whole thing. Part of his contract, part of what he's getting paid for, is, is to, to sell that. that fucking movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, this is a breakdown I'm definitely looking forward to. Well, thank you very much. That looks like uh, Addicts 2525. Yeah, we uh, we are looking forward to it as well. I, I think by far, I mean, unless I'm uh, crazy, this is the thing we've been the most looking forward to for, you know, I've been probably all bit. almost all year. I mean, I, I guess you could maybe say at the end of the year, Rogue One will be something I think we'll both be very oh, yeah, excited I'm about. Very excited but about that. In fairness, though, I think that one's more of like this. Ooh, what's that going to be about? Whereas Civil War is like. I can't fucking wait to see oh, Civil I War. I know. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it definitely is a. Uh, it, it definitely is. Uh, it is going to be exciting. So 
um, kind of getting back to the, you know, the, the, the sort of talk, you know, the Batman v Superman, uh, news. I, I, I don't find that, uh, don't find that too surprising, but I do think that there is a chance that, um, oh, hey, Simon Daly, nice to see you, <laughs> that, um, I do think there's a chance that, you know, like, it, it, it just makes me wonder, like, is that necessarily a good thing? Does Affleck also have the right vision for where these films need to go going forward? I I dare say Hello anyone back. different would be a, would be an improvement, so, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Well, I, I think that one thing that I see a lot if, of If people, only to change the tone. Like, I'm not yeah, yeah, saying that I hate Snyder, you know, I just, I, I don't like his vision for where he's been taking this. No, I, if, I think that one thing I see a lot of people talking about, and everyone seems to agree on to one degree or another, is that Affleck has some... He's got some directing chops. Yeah. And I think that people are pretty... I think people are pretty excited about... I mean, okay, so no matter how you feel about Affleck as Batman, which I, I'm i not prepared to say he's my favorite Batman ever, but I think he did a, I think he did a good job in Batman v Superman. I, I think his Batman is solid. Uh, I was... I'm, I'm with you there, and I'm I'm excited about the prospect of him directing a Batman film, given the fact that he did a pretty solid job with the character, and he's got a very solid track record as a director. So that's all good. Now, if you go back to like what Kevin Smith said about Affleck, and that he's this huge Batman fan, that he's got a you know a huge love for the character and the comics, and and can never understood why they didn't do the, you know the Dark Knight Returns version of Batman and all that stuff. Yeah. Then, he still apparently probably doesn't know how they have done exactly, but it sounds like he might be the right guy to move into more of a leadership position in within Warner Brothers as far as the DC Extended Universe goes. Yeah. Even if he's not, say, like you know the comic book, um, the, the comic book encyclopedia of like a Kevin Smith. Even if he doesn't have the vast experience with. The, the, the characters and the universe of, say, like a Bruce Tim. if nothing else, I think that people have more faith that he is a more competent storyteller than Zack Snyder is. I would uh, I would agree with that. And uh, it will be interesting, because I'm assuming Zack Snyder is still... Still directing. He is still, and, and he is still one of the executive producers as well, right? Or his I, wife, or whatever. I assume, and, yeah, yeah, Deborah, usually, I think. Like, and uh, so, I mean, it's not, it's not as if he, you know, Ben's just going to be able to, like, you know write this train if he sees it going off the trails, but he definitely is going to have uh, more more impact uh, uh, insight on it. Yeah, and I don't know if we'll ever know how much of a leadership role he's got. I will tell you one thing. Affleck's got an Oscar sitting on his shelf and Snyder doesn't. That is very So true. for whatever that may count, you know, I guess we'll see. And, and you do give, you have to give him credit, you know, for Argo. That is a very good point. Um, from, uh... Affleck, I think Addicts. Addicts, yeah. Sorry, I can't on the stupid chat thing. I can't see the names. Um... The, 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 the app that we're using yeah. to live stream, it's just like the chat room is like so, so small. Yeah, yeah, sorry uh, about that. So it's really difficult to drive and read names. Yeah, but you're definitely, I mean, that's that's absolutely right. And, uh, it, you know, this is the thing. I think I would have been more, more excited if it was something like they said, yeah, you know, we talked to Zach, he's actually out, Ben's in as the director. That would make yeah. me more excited. The fact that he's merely executive producer, not saying that's a small part, but it definitely, the director does drive film the film yeah and so it, it you know i would be i would be much more excited if we heard that affleck was directing it because to but, be honest with you too i also feel like that would help 
it wouldn't put his whole focus on just me in the film acting. Yeah. It would actually be like, okay, I need to make sure everyone in the film is represented yeah. properly. Everyone's I, part of service. Right? Yeah. Which I think is there's there's just very different roles, you know. But, but now, yeah. here, but here's the one thing: the executive producer does have some fucking pull when it comes to the script. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that that and especially on a big studio film like this, I mean. You know, yeah, I'm not saying that there's not directors that go in there and have 100% control. It just depends on the person and the deal. I guarantee you Ridley Scott's got 100% control of the script on his films. Yeah. But on a big tentpole movie like this where, you know, they're, they're banking a sizable percentage of the studio on this film turning a profit. Yeah. And hopefully a bigger profit than Batman v Superman. But in those kinds of situations, there's usually not as much control over the script typically yeah. in, the, in the Hollywood system you know because they, they want to make sure that they're squeezing every bit of juice out of it that they can that you know they, they've got the, you know, the merchandising uh, points in the film in place to sell the fucking toys and all that shit yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know if it's, Affleck if I, even if Affleck's not directing if he's got any input and I get the impression from the article that that is what he's getting that maybe he's got a little bit more control over the script yeah and um and that, you know, his his input is going to be is going to be uh, implemented. Yeah, that could, that could work out it's, okay. That that actually gives me a little bit of hope. Maybe that they're going to, from a limping start, maybe they're going to get into a sprint well, here. It also it also gives me the uh, the point that, that I think that um, you know just just any any kind of focus that they're showing that hey look we we realize that a lot of people didn't get what they wanted to out of this film. Um, Oh, sorry. The audio is cutting out pretty bad. Oh, all right. Yeah, we are doing this on LTE in <laughs> East Tennessee. In East Tennessee. So, yeah, so it's, God, uh, God knows we, how it's going to be. We do apologize. This is the first time we've done this, so, you know, we're not exactly sure. I mean... Yeah, but do give us feedback. Like, let us know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, definitely let us know what's going on. We, we won't be able to do anything <laughs> about it. I just want to throw that out there, but still... Because we are in motion and, uh, and all that. We won't be able to, to mess with too much, but um, hopefully, you know, as... as Time goes on, we can get uh, we can get the kinks worked out. All right, so what's uh, Attic saying there? Uh, uh, Attic saying, uh, "I love Watchmen in 300, but uh, Watchmen is a parody of superheroes, so it is a relevant uh, experience for Superman, really." And I do agree. Like that's the thing with Watchmen. Watchmen is such a different feel as a comic book. Yeah, you know, it yeah. it was like one of those first comic books that really uh, well. It, it was to the, the depth that, that I read. Oh, yeah, exactly. They but just it, turned the superhero genre on yeah. its head. And, and also the one that I think went to the depths. They yeah. hit on certain things that looked at, at superheroes from a little different angle prior to that, maybe. Yeah. But not to the extent that they did no. um, with, with Watchmen. That, and, that story is just incredible. Exactly. And that's that's the thing, though. I almost think that you could, you could kind of argue that, you know... Batman v Superman had that sort of a tone. Yeah, that's not the tone that it's that's supposed, not to the have, tone supposed to have. Well, and it's an interesting point because I can't remember where I read this. It might have been on Kotaku, but I read a story somewhere in I don't know the week or so after we saw Batman v Superman. Yeah, and the article was was this podcast about, brought to you by Batman v Superman. I just yeah, basically. Out there. Uh, if only we could get on that Batman v Superman tip. Superman money. But uh, the article was talking about an interview Zack Snyder gave promoting Watchmen mm-hmm. in which he addressed like I think somebody actually asked him would you be interested in doing like a Superman film of course this is years before he does Man of Steel sure and he said no <laughs> you know Superman is such a squeaky clean character and I just think that like the characters in Watchmen uh, are so much more interesting because you know they're not just 
that uh, yeah, you know that, that white hat good white guy hat. Yeah, yeah. and you know the rough around the edges and all that shades of gray and all that shit. Yeah. He said, "No, I, I wouldn't. I don't think Superman's all that interesting a character for these reasons." And so it's fascinating to read that answer and then see him do Man of Steel and see how he basically tries to turn yeah. Superman into. He tries to make Superman in what he finds interesting. Right. More of a. Yeah. Less of a white hat, more of a rough yeah. around the edges gray character that you know that wouldn't be completely out of sorts in a Watchmen universe. Yeah, and, and but and I think that is that's the thing is that you know Snyder tried to make a version of Superman that was interesting to him. It's just that he completely upended uh, how many years, seventy five, eighty years of the character now. Yeah, and it's not as and, and the article goes on to point out like all of these great Superman storylines from you know from the Donner film to you know the animated series to the comics. It's like there are plenty of writers who have figured out how to make this character work within the parameters. Yeah, and this is one of, those of his definition. I think sometimes directors look so. By the, by the way, we're doing a three fifteen show. Yeah, theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah, uh, no, I'm no. Moved. I'm, moved. <laughs> I'm just giving him a hard time. No, we're we're. I think we're uh, on on uh, schedule for it. Yeah, that that interview is funny. Although I think that you um, actually was saying about the interview story being funny because I think the whole point is. He's saying that at that time, yeah. because nobody was throwing a Superman exactly. movie at him. I'm, I'm sure, exactly. and I mean, not not knocking him, but it's just one of those things. Like I'm sure that's like, but, hey, I'm promoting Watchmen right now. But that now. just shows how short sighted he is. If he doesn't well, realize that could be in the fucking. I, I, well, I'm not even saying I don't think he meant what he said. No, I, I but it definitely mean. came from the perspective of like, hey, look, he I'm was talking not about Watchmen, about like it. you know, kind of thing. But I think that was a uh, that's a very good point. I. I tell you, the thing that I think sometimes too happens is it seems like a few of these, like in this situation specifically, I think Snyder looks at Superman, the character, as the problem. Like he kind of sees, like I just don't yeah. find that character problem. I well, think then, that's right. well, then why not look at other characters around Superman? You know, the fact that Superman a lot of times has it's the it's the situation going on around him and the way his his character is written to to like handle those things, like you know. What happens when something around him happens that is difficult for him to deal with, that, that he doesn't have a squeaky, clean, easy fix for? You know, that's what that's what they should go after. You know, yeah. making look at the stories around him, not necessarily trying to be like, ah, oh, we need to make him like the Punisher or something. You know, like like just, I don't I don't get that that need. No. But um, anyway, it's it's uh, I, I'm I'm definitely for Affleck having more. I'm, I'm, I'm really first off want anybody else to have a little bit more of a hand in this. <laughs> I am definitely down with Affleck helping from the story perspective more. And yeah. frankly, I'm just, I am happy to see that DC, it seems like, I mean, I'm going to say backpedaling because it's not necessarily backpedaling, but the fact that they, I think they do, they are um, admitting to some degree that there is, there are some issues yeah. there and there are some fears from, from people. And the one thing I do love about about capitalism is when <laughs> you hear your audience saying things like, "I don't know if I like that. I didn't really care for that too much. They, they I thought it should be that to fix it they, quickly. They they want to fix that, um, you know, to, to make sure that they can because uh, they want that money. They want that money. But it's a good profit motive. Make yeah. make the thing you're make the item that your clientele wants. I uh, agree. Uh, I'm, I I was very encouraged by this news. I posted to Twitter, you know, like I never thought that I'd say that Ben Affleck might be the thing that saved the DC Extended Universe, but yeah. God damn it, if Ben Affleck yeah. might not be the thing that saves the DC Extended Universe. And, and, and I remember universe. both of us being a little apprehensive when it was very first announced way back yeah. in the day. But I, I, I really, you know, I, I can absolutely say that that was, that was 
for not. Like he was definitely not no, the. Uh, he not definitely the won the over. All right, and, uh, I just want to say a couple of. Uh, let's uh, catch up on Chad. X Bloody X. Thanks, guys. We're, uh, we're 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 enjoying this. We look forward to it. Sorry about the audio uh, issues. We're. Uh, we're, I'd say we're working on it, but we're, we're not. We're not working. We're not on working it. on it. Just so you know that. But but let us know. But we'll go back <laughs> later and see if we can work it out. <laughs> and uh, Rob, it's good to good to hear from you. We're, we're uh, hoping to. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to it too, man. Uh, Addicts is saying that uh, he's always thought that the Suicide Squad uh, looked better. I I will admit the very first things I saw from Suicide Squad did not get me terribly excited. Yeah. But like the last couple of trailers, and also since we've heard that you know they've kind of gone back, they've and, gone back and, and reshot a bunch of things to try to look, make it funnier. I, I don't necessarily want like every movie, like you know, every movie has to be mainstream and it has to have a love story, it has to have comedy, and okay. it has to have this, that, and the other. But I gotta be honest, I feel like there are certain movies that that do sort of need that. Like that, there is. I mean, comic books are fun and funny and full of action but they're also full of drama they're full of love they're full of intrigue I mean there's all the, the, the thing that is so great about comic books is they have always been and, and people now you know that weren't into comics as maybe as kids are starting to realize these things that they are just about these amazing characters in these amazing situations yep. and a lot of times those situations aren't all that different from the things that you and I live through but they just are on a, a different scale uh huh and you get to have blasters and stuff and cool and very colorful uh, attire. But uh, uh, I, what, what do you think about Suicide Squad? Though? I remain hopeful. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, like we've heard rumors that that uh, basically like what we saw in that first trailer, not the, uh, like that first kind of teaser, I think that was more like the sizzle reel, like maybe what they showed yeah, at uh, yeah, Comic-Con, yeah. I think. Yeah. But the first trailer, the one that had uh, Bohemian Rhapsody playing over yeah. it, that everyone was like, oh my God, this kicks ass. Yeah, that was like, awesome. Well, Bohemian Rhapsody kicks a lot of ass, and you put, you know, images to that, and it works out pretty good as a trailer. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a fantastic trailer. It was, it was a great trailer, but everybody said like basically that was every laugh in the film in yeah. that trailer. Yeah. And... And, I, and Warner Brothers, possibly, you know, like, I don't know, like, how fast the wheels were in motion if they were already doing that, but I guess in reaction to the trailer, Warner Brothers said, you know, come we out need post, to, you know, uh, the BBC. I, I can't remember if it came out before or after. I think I it no did. Idea. I feel like it came out after, because I, I think I remember us even talking to each other, just, yeah. you know, uh, saying, like, I, there's, that's gotta be, that's, that's, they've gotta have at least been taking some of this, that the tone of Batman vs. Superman was just a little too too dark a little too, too dry serious. a little too dry yeah but anyway so you know, supposedly they, they went back and they, they spent all this money on these major reshoots and went back in and rewrote a bunch of stuff and just basically tried to funny up the movie basically tried to make it more fun and I think that's a great idea because people seem to react pretty positively to what was presented in that first trailer which and, was a fun movie and I would think of Suicide Squad as kind of I, I would feel like if, if somebody were to say like what do you think the tone of a Suicide Squad movie should be I would say a, a dark action comedy. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, like, the jokes might be, you know, kind of grim. It's going to be some of it's going to be kind of black humor, but, dark but I, humor. But I think that's perfect for that. Yes. But I do think it should have it. I don't think it should just be this dark, depressing film. Because, you know, I mean, it's, I think the whole point of the Suicide Squad was it was this kind of crazy idea. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the initial concept for the, the comic and everything. So, I, I remain hopeful on that. I, I think that uh, I, I actually am a little bit more optimistic knowing that they've gone back and have tried to address 
the film a little bit. Um, yep. That that could work out. That could work out good. So, I guess what I'm saying is, I really hope that after this kind of stumble with Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. I really hope that Warner Brothers is starting to kind of wake up to. I think the fact that you know their whole execution was kind of ready fire aim. Yeah. And now they're starting to hopefully get that together. Which leads us to, and this is the last thing I'll say in regards to the DC Universe, which leads us to the video that I posted from YouTube of the DC executive <laughs> talking about... <laughs> I don't know. For those, of, for those of you who haven't seen it, you have to go, how long was that? That was maybe two weeks ago? Yeah, if you go to YouTube and you just search for DC executive explains, you're going you're gonna to find a video with like a toothless guy with... Um, they somehow the snuck cameras into Warner Brothers uh, offices. Okay, so it's this meme video. It's this mashup video from a uh, from a Spanish language talk show. This guy talking about I have no idea what, but somebody's overlaid subtitles and him explaining what's wrong with Batman. Super think Man. of that like think of like the Hitler. What was the Hitler uh, scene? Yeah, Hitler, that, that it's would, like the Hitler reacts to me. The Hitler reacts like type of video. Except it's, it's that kind of thing. It's, it's from this like oh Spanish talk God. show where this guy's just losing his mind. The thing is I'm trying to tell this story and just <laughs> laughing his ass off. Oh, anyway, man. it's not it's not funny to explain it. You got to go watch it. It's on my it. Twitter feed. It's on YouTube. Just search for DC Executive Explains, and you'll find it. Oh, my God, it's good. So, uh, uh, ExploityX actually did point out a good point, too, that a lot of this could also be a response to how popular Deadpool was. And I actually... I think that's got to... It's kind of funny, and I hate hate to say it because Deadpool just came out this week, but I I have slightly forgotten about it. Not like like I forgot about the movie, but I just... I had forgotten just how hugely enormous that was. was. I mean, that movie... That made. movie profited more than Batman v Superman's going to. That movie profited like something like, I, I mean, it's at least what twelve or thirteen times its budget at yeah. this point. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's a great, great point. I, uh, I do think you know the you look at a movie like that where it is. I mean, well, you know, in all fairness, Deadpool probably is exactly or may or very similar to the tone that you would maybe hope for a uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Could go, it could go those places definitely. And uh, yeah. that's a, that's a fantastic. Uh, Fantastic call out. I um, Deadpool's a great segue over to the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah, thing. Marvel um, well, did you see? Okay, so like Simon Kinberg, uh, there was a story this week that he says that the next X Men film, the one after Apocalypse, okay, as they have been doing through these different eras. Uh, first up. class was the sixties. Um, Days of Future Past seventies. Apocalypse eighties. The next one's going to be in the nineties. Oh, okay. which is awesome because I mean that's like when you and I were really really yeah. into X Men, and, and of course. This calls to mind... All right, so we did Deadpool. Yeah. They're already saying the next Deadpool movie is going to be like Deadpool and Cable. Yeah. So they're going to introduce Cable. New mutants are coming in. Yeah. My question is, do you think that the next X-Men film might be Strife? You think it might be Cable and Strife? It's it's possible. I have a feeling in I mean, they've definitely... Reason, like, they've got the whole... Like, the time travel thing is down. Yeah. Bishop is in there. I yeah. mean... Like a lot of the pieces are in place. I um, to me, it's so until we see what Apocalypse does, like and, and you know how how it handles certain things. I, yeah. I just I will I will admit, and I think it's kind of I, th- I think we may maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like maybe we're going in slightly different directions on this. I the more I see from uh, Apocalypse, the more I kind of cool on it a little bit. And I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting more excited. I, think. I, I like. I, I will say, like, I like certain aspects of it, but I don't. 
I don't know. There's there's certain things that, that keep me a little apprehensive as well. And uh, not by no means do I think like, oh, that's going to be garbage. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I'm nowhere, nowhere near as excited as I was prior to Days of Future Past. Um, and honestly, to be honest, First Class wasn't really on my radar until you, you kind of got me into it. Because I was so burned on yeah. on X3 that I was just like, I, if I hear the words X3 ever again and related to a film, I might shoot somebody. Um, but, and you loved it. Love First Class. Yeah. Even more so loved Days of Future Past. I just, I'm I'm a bit apprehensive. I'm just apprehensive with, with what, sure. uh, I don't I don't exactly know how I feel about it. Like, what I've seen so far does not get me terribly excited. Um, but that, you know, I, I also don't want a movie that, you know, the trailer is amazing and then I go into the movie and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, the trailer was probably better than the movie. Well, and the, th- the thing that I'll give them credit for is that, like, the trailers, I don't, they have not ruined too much of the movie for me. Like, oh, yeah. That, I'm not going into point. this feeling like, oh, like, I've seen entire scenes from the film and the trailers already. Yeah, no, that you're, you know, definitely the, right. I, so I, I, that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe they're really holding back the good stuff for the film. Sure. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's just a little too... And I'll tell you, honestly, I think I just remembered what I did. There's a little too much Olivia Munn cosplay feel to the trailers right. so far. And I just... I'm not... I don't know. Like, I'm just... I am totally little... fine with Olivia Munn cosplay <laughs> and Psylocke, baby. Totally fine. <laughs> See you, x X. Thanks for listening up, man. He's, uh, he's going to check us out on the uh, drive home afterwards. So, All right, uh, cool. So, yeah, it's... Uh, more, it, more X-Men real fast. Yes. Uh, they announced this week Wolverine three, the last yep. one with Hugh Jackman, yep. rated R. Yeah, and and that is definitely a it's reaction about fucking to Deadpool. time. That that is absolutely a reaction to Deadpool. I think yeah. like, that's one of those where I think they always were trying to walk this line. And and frankly, the first the first X Men and Wolverine movies, X Men especially, yeah. an R rated movie for a property that at least externally is seen as a as a younger thing. audience, yeah, it, it would it would have been a very hard proposition <clears throat> to, to get through. I mean, there's just there's really no way to make that make. Uh, it, it would be hard. <laughs> Me as a movie exec being like, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I know, don't know about I that. Don't know. But now we we you know we're, we're cut to. I mean, what the first X Men was what two thousand? Yeah, two thousand. Two thousand. I mean, we're we are sixteen years you know into the, in, into the future, and to be frank, a lot you know. One, a lot of that audience that that was for has grown up. That's right. They're not 12 and, anymore. And just in general, I think people are more accepting of comic book movies are not for kids. Exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. Um, they, they can be anything, just like any other you know, medium, you right. know, whatever you want to be. So, Except for video games, which are only for kids. Well, but see, I, I was that's exactly what I was about to say. I kind of hope that at some point that changes as well. And I actually yeah. think... You know, the games themselves have started going in that, you know, direction more so. Certainly. Like comics did kind of in, you know, 80s, 90s. Yeah, they, they started taking on, I mean, even 70s. They, they've always sort of, you know, gotten into darker stuff. And, and sure. now you look at comics now, and I think they handle stuff as serious in tone as anything. Um, the, and it runs the gamut. Yeah. And video everything. games are, are doing that now. So I feel yeah. like, you know, you go, go in the future a little bit, and we'll definitely, we'll definitely see that more and more. But, yeah, I'm... I, I think that's the right move. I think uh, we need a Wolverine that is vicious. Yeah. You know, we need we need I mean, just in, in tone. Hacking know, off limbs. I mean, like in, in like in like the first hacking off limbs, of, picking up the limbs and beating and people beating to death with the, the hacked off limbs. In the first couple of panels of the Wolverine solo comic, Wolverine number one. Yeah. You know, he's like infiltrating. I can't remember. It's like a 
I don't know, like a like a drug compound in Madripoor or something like that. He's going in commando style. The guards are coming after him. And, I mean, he kills, like, five, six guys in the first panel. Like, yes. somebody, like, you know, hacks at him with a sword and shatters on his skeleton. He, yeah. like, lops an arm off, you know? Yeah. I mean, he is a vicious character. Yeah. And they should have been representing him like that, at least in the solo films, from the beginning. But I, I understand I, that you it, know, Deadpool had to open that door. And, and exactly. And I think you I think you needed that open. I think you also just needed the character to, to grow. Maybe you, you almost have to say the fact that, you know, Deadpool wouldn't have gotten made had, had you know, the X-Men and Wolverine movies not exactly. been making money. All these you know, things folded like each other. It's, it's, they all sort of begat one another. Um, just real quick, Neil is saying that uh, he watched it over the weekend and we are going to love it. I, Neil, uh, I'm, I'm holding I you to that. What, what, what are you going to do for us if we do not love it? I think that... I, I need an answer. I, I really have tried to maintain my expectations on this film, yeah. but it's been so hard since it's, you know, it opened overseas two weeks ago. Yes, yeah. And so I've been... And I've managed to remain spoiler-free and, miraculously. And, and in all fairness, this is, I mean, this is, what, Wednesday. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had a couple days, and I will say, normally, you know, we, we try to see it by the weekend or at least yeah. a couple days. I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> We are starting to get into that time frame of like it's almost understandable for people to let stuff slip. Yeah, exactly. But I've I've really luckily I've, I've I, I saw one little panel and it's like one of those things I'm on like a, a, a video game webpage. Yeah. And I saw one little panel that said like you know blah, blah, blah. hey some skank you know hooked up with this person da 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 and then like one of them just said like you know. Uh, the thing we loved about Iron Man was this, or so, you know. And I was like, "Oh, okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, no, okay, no, 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 <laughs> we need to get We're going to run in. probably going to run in, so uh, we'll kind of wrap things up here. We do appreciate everybody that's uh, that's checking out the live stream, but we know the uh, sounds like the audio has, has been maybe cutting out a little bit, and uh, for that, we do apologize. We we're are definitely going to try to fix that yeah. in the future. And yep. also, we're recording this on we're recording this the way that we normally do on our high quality recorder, so the high quality version of this will be going up later. Yeah. So. Anyway, I guess uh, we're literally, literally driving up here. That's my my favorite word, and I it is. It you also you also I really like to be honest. I like and, to, and be, to honest. be brutally honest. I like to be brutally honest at times. I like fundamentally. I like being fundamental. You you are your fundamentals are legit. That's right. So uh, anyway, everybody, thank you so much for watching the live stream. Uh, we did get a question real quick. Are we okay. doing the drive? back live. That I'm, one I don't know. I don't know. Think. I'm going to check my data usage and see how much I've burned through doing <laughs> yes, this. Yes, that's a good point. Uh, so we, we may do the drive back live. I don't know yet, but we will post a Twitter if we do. So just keep an so, eye on my Twitter, at Viking Brent, because uh, I might not what, have time to cross post. How long is the movie? Like, two uh, hours? Two I, think and and a half hours? I think I heard it's the longest Marvel movie, too. So Ever. it's, like, it's got to be like two and a half or something. So uh, Just check back with us here in uh, maybe two and a half hours or so, yeah. and hopefully we'll let you know. We'll have a clean change of trousers. <laughs>